Well, holy shit, here we are once again. It is OF's number one podcast. I'm talking about Total Chat Show. That's right, guys. We're back again. And once again, we got some beautiful ladies on the show. And right now, we have one of the most beautiful ladies out there. I'm talking about this. So sexy. This so fine. Siren Sin is with us. How you doing, Siren? Doing great. Oh, uh, yeah? yeah. And you've been uh, here in uh, Vegas uh, a couple times now. Uh, but you're planning to move here, right? Yep, in June. What are you gonna? What do you? What What is it you like about Vegas? I like everything about Vegas. I like hanging out with you. Oh, that's good. That's a good time. I like. Uh, <laughs> I like the food. I like all the fun stuff to do. I like. I just like bigger cities. I feel like there's a lot more that life has to offer me in Vegas. As yeah, because where I live now. Yeah, where Where are you originally from? I'm originally from Rockford, Illinois, uh, near Chicago. Right. And then I lived in southern Illinois for a long time. And right now I live in southeast Missouri. Southeast? Oh, God, Missouri. There's nothing in Missouri. It's disgusting. I hate it. I mean, but at least you don't live in Chicago, Illinois. Chicago's way cooler. The Chicago is... Listen, every time someone's like, hey, come to Chicago, hang out, it'll be a good time. You know what they're basically saying? Hey, come get stabbed, robbed, shot, and beaten to death. Chicago... After the sun sets, I swear to God, it's just full of vampires. They be they be doing all kinds of fucking twisted shit at night in Chicago. I've been robbed three damn times in Chicago. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. Well, it is kind of your fault. Well, there's good food in Chicago. That that's it, Chicago dogs. So one of my favorite hot dogs on planet Earth is a Chicago dog. Yeah, it's so good, and it has to be made specifically right, like Chicago makes it. But it's not worth the trip to Chicago. Every time I have a layover in Chicago airport, I'm so stoked because I can get a real Chicago dog. But then I don't have to see Chicago, <laughs> like for any reason. I don't. I don't know. I just don't. I, like, do you like like the big cities more? Do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do. Like growing up in the South and stuff. Like being, you know, on property. Because one of my favorite things to do. I like to pee in my own yard. Okay. I like to go outside, whip my cock out, mm-hmm. and piss on my property, and, and wave at the neighbors while I'm doing it, if there are any. But, like, you can't do that in the city. Like, I can't piss in my yard now. I mean, I can, you but could. the HOA is going to freak out. You can. They're, they'll freak out. At certain times. <laughs> but um, I, I, I don't know. I, I do like the, the, the southern cities where, you know, it's spaced out. Your neighbor's not, like but two miles away. Right. Those are always nice. Cause then you could do the dumb shit you want to do, like blow shit up, fire off as many guns as you want, start a prostitution ring. Right. Right. You know, right. whatever you want. Like right. basically as long as you don't have neighbors, you're free. Cause man, neighbors suck. Yeah. Neighbors ruin everything. Do you, do you, have you ever had any like really shitty neighbors who yeah. fucked with you? I have one right now. Really? Yes. Were they? Her and I have beef. About what? Cause my dog two times and I've lived there for two years. Two different times my dog has escaped outside and this lady has brought my dog back. She'll come like banging on my door. And the first time it happened, I like I opened the door. I had no idea my dog was outside. She told my dog, I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. She's like, put your fucking dog on a leash. You're a shitty dog owner. I'm like, ma'am, get the fuck away from my door. Thank you for my dog. Goodbye. And then a couple of months later, my friend came over. She left my door wide open. My dog goes out. Ten minutes later, she's banging on my door. And I go downstairs. I had just had surgery. Right. And she pulled the same shit, just screaming at me. 
And I'm like, ma'am, it's not like I let her out. She escaped. I'm sorry. I don't know why you're at my door screaming at me. And so from then on to this day, when I let my dog out, I will wear like booty shorts and a bra because her husband's looking. And then one time she comes up, she goes, put some fucking clothes on. Did she really? Yeah. And I shook my butt at her, went back in my house. (laughs) Stupid Karen. Well, first off, she needs to realize that you're actually dressing up for her because you usually 90% of the time don't wear a bra. So you're actually doing her a favor. Like, because I know you'd walk out there tits out. Oh, yeah. This girl loves to show her titties so much and in public, which is great for, you know, you guys and stuff. But, you know, not so great when the HOA or the apartment complex yells at you for, you know, flashing your neighbor your tatas. Yeah, I know. I can't do that. But I do. I, I like to. I like to be able to have my titties out whenever I want. So I think a cool thing to do would be to go to one of the cities or places where it's perfectly legal for you to walk around. Well, let's let's look it up right now. Let's let's can let's let's check this out on Google right now. Okay. And check this out. Uh, can you be topless in? Vegas. I think you can. I think you can. Adult casino cabaret shows and adult pools may be topless but not completely nude. Stripped. A guide to nudity laws in Vegas. Here we go. <clears throat> this was written in 2019 and um the world's gotten a way more fucked up from then. Uh so maybe the laws um Okay, here you go. Like any other state, Nevada has laws bearing nudity in public. Clark County, which is what we're in, defines nude as showing of human or male genitalia in a public area or anus with less than fully opaque covering. The code also considers male genitalia in a... I don't even know this word. I feel like they're talking shit about dicks. Uh, but yeah, they, they say dicks are bad. You can't show dicks, which is kind of sexist if you think about it. Um, whether covered or not as in nude. In other words, men can't be penalized for having an erection according. Okay, so we can have an erection. We just can't whip the motherfucker out. Topless is de- is defined as fully exposed female breast and areola. Entering along the strip at Fremont Street can get around this rule by wearing pasties. You have to wear pasties. I gotcha. But I mean, you can still have tits out, and we walk around, and you can. I, I, man, I look like I have a banger ass girl on my arm. You walking around with your titties out, and we just we just you know fucking uh, what do they call them. Um, pasties Pasties, yeah Yeah. Yeah, but you i mean you can because there's girls man and some of these girls on fremont street you've seen the circles right that people stand in Mm -hmm. you know and they perform because you went to fremont street with me yeah yeah so they they perform in these but some of those girls they have listen and this this might be a shot at the girls they have no talent they have no talent whatsoever. They can't dance. They can't move sexy. They're not funny. They can't ring people in. All they do is stand there with American flag cowboy hats, American flag pasties, and American flag bottoms, and they wave an American flag, and tourists pay $20 a piece to take pictures with them. But they, like, at least be funny. Right. You know what I mean? I've given you $20. Like, you, you, gotta, you, you need to be funny and hot. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, I can't, I, but they, they kill it down there, but they are so, so say that you're filming on Fremont Street, right? Right. And you're filming on your camera, all the cool stuff, which you're allowed to do. 
and it's their choice to stand there and they know that they're in public and they're going to be filmed but they will lose their fucking minds if you walk past them with a camera and they think they've been filmed these girls will attack you like a fucking flock of seagulls and you're a fucking bag of bread they will be all over you scream i've watched them scream at dudes who didn't even speak english they were just filming happy to be in vegas and these girls are berating them like give me money you saw my titties and like you know first off they're not even that nice of titties okay right. I'd maybe give seventeen fifty. Twenty, too much. Seventeen fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the good things that I love about having Siren here, there are very few girls whose strip club stories rival mine. Hers rival mine. Because she is by far the worst stripper to ever strip she is the most not in a not in a she can't dance way not in a she can't be sexy way not in a she can't make money way it's because she was i would have fired her so fast with all the shit she has done in the club i would have fired her so quick one she refuses to do dance specials oh fuck that no <laughs> no 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 uh uh. Instantly fired. If you would have told me that you're not doing a dance special, I would have fired you so quick. I'll be Siren. damn. I'll tell you, why don't you go in there for half price and get a boner rubbed on you? No, thank you. Okay, first off, if they would pay me for as much as they paid you for dances, I'd totally get boners rubbed on me. No, I'm not doing half half price. Anything. <laughs> not happening. So they would do. They would call the dance the dance special out, and they'll have the girls like carry around a t-shirt, and they're like two for one. And I'm like, goodbye, I'm going to the door. And they go to hand me a shirt because they'll have all the girls go on stage and they're like, this is so-and-so, here's so-and-so, all the girls' names. And then when the girl gets to the bottom of the stairs, the DJ hands him a T-shirt. And I'd get to the bottom of the stairs and I'd walk right past him to the dressing room. I will see you when this is over. You know, that was my least favorite part of the night. We had a four a night of the all-girls stage specials. We did, no, we did we did ever, a special, dance special every 15 minutes every 15 what minutes what a pain in the ass when oh, you're trying to work oh for me too yeah. because it just pisses the girls off but you know the the crazy thing is about strip clubs like that is man dudes really don't know that the girls give a lot of money to the club so like sometimes it's only like five dollars per dance but if you're paying a girl twenty dollars she's actually making 15. so if you do a dance special you act like the girls don't have to still give the club money oh fuck yeah they do even if the dance is half priced and she's only going to make ten dollars the club still gets five of yeah. that 15. Yeah. you know so i get where she's coming from but i would have my bosses up my ass if she wasn't on the fucking floor so i'm gonna be because that was my worst part because i hated going through all the girls we had so many girls i would literally be like all right we got destiny we got Faye, we got uh carmen walking through we got siren walking through we got fucking carmen again oh my god we got 33 peaches here we got four hurricanes we got two cherries like you know what i'm saying i had to run through all the girls and it just it fucks up the whole vibe of the club and shit yeah. but i didn't like it but i want to talk about something really really important okay I want to talk about strip club stories. I want to get the fuck into it. Okay, so she started telling me this story earlier, and I told her to shut the hell up. I was like, stop talking. <laughs> stop talking. I, you're going to tell this on the podcast. Stop talking. So 
please, we've talked about this. If you're a member of my spicy site and her spicy site, you'll know that we had a hour long uh, food review we did where she talked about a boss of hers named Larry. I love Larry because Larry got the shaft every fucking time. He always got the bad shit. So please tell us the story of the robot cock. <laughs> the robot cock That's story. Why on it, dick? <laughs> so, so um, at this club, the girls could go up in the DJ booth. We had like day shift and stuff. So the girls could go up in the DJ booth, including myself. If it was a day shift and there's nothing to do, I'd just be on the, com- the DJ's computer, like on Facebook or whatever, you know, and all the girls did that. We could download our own music. We were just free to use the computer for whatever we wanted. And, um, and so one night, the... So it was a Saturday, and the song Fancy by Iggy Azalea. I'm so fancy. You already know. Terrible song. Fuck Izzy Azalea, Agalia, whatever her name is. Well, so this song kept playing over and over and over, and there was nothing that could be done. It couldn't be changed. The computer froze up, and the club was packed. Can't just shut the music off. Um, so Larry, this is the only time I ever saw Larry mad. He was so fucking mad. He was sweating and shaking. <laughs> I thought he was going to fucking hurt one of us. Okay, first off, before we explain how mad Larry is, how many times, honestly, do you think the song Fancy had played? Or for how long? Uh, it was playing for at least a half hour. I would lose my fucking and mind. Over and over and over. And he got to where he was having us go up and dance to it two times each. Wait, every girl danced to Fancy twice? Yeah, because he didn't know what else to do. So so he comes in the dressing room, flings it open. He goes, which one of you fucking whores downloaded a virus on my computer trying to order a biotic dick, you stupid fucking sluts? And we're all like, what? He's like, you dumb fucking bitches. No one's ever touching the fucking computer again. It's got a fucking virus. Fuck you. And he, so anyway, and then while all this is going on, he's walking around. He's like, you stupid fucking bitches. And then it's just, I'm so fancy. Oh, I forgot the whole time he's screaming at y'all. Red in the face. All you hear is, I'm so fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and the girls are kind of like, what is going on? It's like, Delilah, get on stage. Dance to it two times. Siren, you're next. So we had to go up there and dance to it. And the customers are confused. We're confused and also scared of Larry right now. I have never seen him in. I would never. I could never finish. I would lose my shit as the DJ. It was one of the funniest things I have ever seen in my life to see Larry that mad. And I have seen I've seen so many situations where Larry should have lost his fucking shit on us. But that was the only time. Really? I mean, he seemed like a pretty calm manager. Calm isn't the word. Uh, he was mentally checked the fuck out. <laughs> there was Listen, nothing. if you've worked at a strip club long enough, you do mentally check the fuck out. Nothing bothered him. Nothing could get him out of his chair. Because he's seen everything. He was tired of us. He was tired of his job. Oh, no, that man was tired of life Yeah. in general. Like, one, uh, I, I stand by this. You have two years dancing or working in a strip club before your soul is gone. But mine, gone completely i'm a soulless motherfucker because of the club once once you have not one but multiple girls a night tell you to eat shit fuck off let me dance to gucci man i'll stab you charles (laughs) that that, that, you you just check the fuck out you're like whatever stab me whatever fine just be on stage on time please (laughs) 
Like, you just check the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? So, do you have any more stories about Larry? Oh, yeah. I have a ton of stories about Larry. I just, uh, I'd have to think a minute. But, yeah, Larry was... (laughs) Larry was quite the manager. Nothing could ever get him up out of his chair, ever, for any fucking reason. He would sit in his office, and he would smoke cigarettes and drink Diet Coke and play Candy Crush all fucking day. You could be in there screaming in his ear, Larry, Larry, telling him what's going on. He's like, uh, uh-huh, okay. Yeah. Or he wouldn't even respond. He would just keep playing. The only thing that would get that man up out of his chair is a fist fight. And that's if he likes one of the parties fighting. Okay, so wait. He wasn't trying to, like, stop the fight. Was he just trying to watch it? No. I mean, if it, he would get out of the chair to stop a fight. But uh, nothing else. Nothing else would get him out of that chair. That is crazy. Girls screaming at each other. He doesn't care. I remember one day we were all in the office and we were watching um, the camera on the back dressing room because we had a camera faced away from the girls locker where they all got ready and shit. So because we've had girls try to stab each other with broken beer bottles and shit. So, you know. We were in the office and our manager was going over what we had to do that night as we were coming on to shift. So there's probably like five or six security guards, VIP host, whatever, and me, the DJ in the office. And we're listening to him tell his stuff. And one of the floor guys just points at the camera and he goes, hey, should we stop that? And I remember all of us turning and we see Peaches on top of Goddess on the floor choking the ever-loving shit out of her. And I remember my manager goes... Uh, if she stops moving, get back there, but let's finish this. <laughs> like, dead serious was like, yo, if this bitch stops breathing, go f- save her, but it just let him have the doubt, you know? Because there's really no stopping a fight like that. When the no. girls get at each and other. if you break it up too early, it's just going to happen the next night. Oh, and there's no, if you break up a fight between the girls, I don't care. There is no right side. It, there, there, there's no right side because I guarantee they're fucking trying to kill each other over a pop tart that was left on left on the counter that someone ate. They're they're freaked out about someone talked to one of their regulars or their baby daddy is uh, fucking one of the other girls. I ninety percent of the time that's what the fuck it is. Yeah. So y- you just let them go at it or stealing money. That was a big thing to fight about too. Stealing money when the girls would steal other girls. Oh money. yeah, or yeah, yeah. Outfits. Or- I have to ask you a question real quick. Sure. Because sure. I'm gonna make fun of you of how you answer this. Okay. Were you a crown royal stripper? No. You didn't carry a crown royal bag. No. Oh, fake fucking god. <laughs> no, I wasn't one of those bitches. That's how you spot a baby stripper. Yeah. So fast. Oh yeah, yeah. So if they're walking around with a crown royal bag, it's it's oh, no. game over no, for no, them. No. I had a, I had a mini I I had a cute little mini backpack that you walked around with. Yeah, yeah. So mini. so out of all the customers that came in, who was your least favorite? Like it was the guys who liked to be kicked in the dicks. Was it the dudes who liked oh, to talk that. dirty? Uh, no. Oh. oh, see, it's that one. You don't like talking dirty to those dudes. No, no, no. no. I've got a story for you. I've heard your dirty talk. It's pretty nice. Yeah, my dirty talk is pretty nice. Yeah, your dirty talk is pretty nice. So, (laughs) um, no, my least favorite customers would be the ones that smelled bad um, or the ones that tried to touch too much, the ones that would say really creepy things like, you remind me of my daughter or... um, What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Or um, one customer... Were you stripping in Kentucky? Close, pretty close to Kentucky. See, see, that's why. That's Um, why. 
And so, yeah, I had I had one customer that I had to get a restraining order on. Um, he sucked. Wait, what? He was just like he wouldn't leave you alone for years. Yeah, no. Well, he like in up, the club or outside the club. Both. Girl, you gotta start packing heat. Yeah, he stalked <laughs> me for a long time, and then one night he came in the club, starting issues threw a handful of change at my face while I was on stage and he went to jail and I got a restraining order on him. Yo, we, you've told me about this before. Do you, this is the one thing I miss about the strip club. Okay. Now some of you guys might think I'm a piece of shit, but nine out of 10 of these dudes deserved it. Yeah. Okay. So back in the day when I first started the club, do you know how many people I have thrown down and we have counted them on the back of the club were 22 stairs. I have launched dudes face first over that bitch, 22 stairs down on their face on the concrete. And they have gotten the shit whooped out of them. You know why? Either they stuck their finger in a girl's butthole, they fucking stuck their finger in a girl, and then didn't want to pay. So here's what usually happened. You know, we had to stop doing this because we started to get in trouble because, you know, you know, there's a bunch of people with broken bones and stuff leaving the strip club. But when you do things like that, don't think that in certain clubs, especially the smaller ones, that the security won't drag you out to the back, beat you within an inch, maybe even closer to death, and then take your wallet, take all of the money you have out of it. Give what you're owed to the girl and split the rest between the four guys yep. for you being a dick. Now, we can't do that anymore because, you know, well, no, it's changed a little. You can't really just beat the shit out of somebody. But, you know, you fucking tried to pop your thumb in one of my girl's brown stars. You're going down a flight of stairs because I have to deal with her the whole night. And if I don't fuck you up, I'm going to have to hear her in my ear being like, why didn't you help me? If I come back with blood all over me and I'm like, here's your money. They're like, uh-huh. I'm going to tip you so good, Charlie. Ah. So I did what I had to do. Okay. I did what I had to do. Doing but God, here. Doing God's work. Doing God's work. Doing Nick Cage's work. You know, the Lord's work. But here is the best part of the show. And it's my favorite part, guys. Do you know why? It's because the reason I love to have my podcast on the only of the fans. The greatest site ever created. Yes. I rep it that hard. I like it. Because for years, I've wanted to do what I want to do online and Instagram and Facebook and everywhere has said no titties. And I said, nay. I said, nay, I think funnier videos and comedy is more funny with tatas and buttholes. So thank God OF came around. That's where you can see the podcast uncensored. Like right now, while this beautiful lady is taking it off, I'm talking about the sexy siren sin is getting down and dirty on the Total Podcast Chat Show. Total Podcast Chat Show. Total Chat Show Podcast. I fucked up my own name. I was seeing titties, okay? I was distracted. Well, guys, while she's tripping now, let's go ahead and talk about our awesome fucking sponsors. I'm talking about MrCharlieClassic.com. Go to MrCharlieClassic.com. You can check out my new Twitch stream. You can check out how to get your low life merch. You can get a link directly over to District13Clothing.com, where we hover and hover and host host all of our awesome friends' clothing companies. You can check out Almost Average. You can check out everybody's, including Low Life, Verified Villains, District 13. 
13. You've got Trippy over there. You got uh yeah, Lydia Grace's clothing lines on district13clothing.com. Guys, go check it out and don't forget it, blackriflecoffee.com. If you use code classic, you get yourself an awesome discount. Go to blackriflecoffee.com and get all of your fucking coffee needs. Fuel your goddamn day and fuel that adventure. Blackriflecoffee.com. Use code classic. Hello, titties. Hello, Charlie. <laughs> From the girls. God, I love your boobs. Thank you. They They're love, so nice. They love you, too. Oh, do they? They do. Nice. Tell them to write me a love letter. I will. <laughs> okay, so... Have you ever had any beef with girls? So I want to get, I want to keep going with the strip club stories because these are my favorite. Because there's, I literally have thousands of things that have happened over ten years. Yeah, it was eleven years for me. So yeah, so you have endless, endless stories. Yeah, you know, but like, have you ever had beef with a girl over some shit? Of course. For what though? <clears throat> and um, did you deserve it? No, I true, and I'm not just saying this. I truly did not deserve it. It would always be a girl stole my money. A girl was stealing my outfit. <coughs> I'm not the type of the girl that would even get mad over stealing a regular. That is a fucking person who comes in the club to spend money on whoever the fuck they want. Period. She is trying to get stabbed. She is speaking. Fritchie, go. My dog's in here trying to hang out. Go, buddy. Go, boy. Um, so she... I, I just lost train of what the fuck I, thought I was going to say. Oh. What she's saying right now, if she said this in a normal club, at least five girls would stab her before the end of the night. That's not true. That is 100% true. You don't fuck with a girl's regular? She will destroy you. No, 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 no. Listen, let me rephrase. You're right. You don't fuck with a girl's regular. Okay. If a girl's regular approaches you. That's different. You didn't go to him. He came to you. Okay. That's different. I'm not a cutthroat. Bitch. But no girl's going to ever believe that in a million years that he came to you. Never. I never had issues with anybody like no? that. I, I always got a lot. I've watched girls fist fight over this shit. I have to. I have to. But I honestly got along with everybody so well. And everything can be talked about. And honestly, if he wanted to, like, let's say somebody's regular came up and wanted to spend money on me, I would go in the back of the dressing room and talk to her about it first. And if she's Which is... Completely what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It's what you're supposed to fucking do. Yeah, exactly. You know, but but that that's the thing is with man, I wish I could explain to everybody listening and watching. There is no place on earth. I don't care whether it's in in the in the middle of a damn war, whether it's it's the middle of like a, a fucking knife fight in the middle of New York City. I don't know. Whatever situation, there is nothing more wild and insane than the conversations and the things you see in a strip club fucking dressing room. Uh. <laughs> the things you hear come out of these girls' goddamn mouths. You you. First off, all the guys are like, oh my God, she's so sexy. I'd be like, she literally just talked about how she fucked a dude and he was covered in chili fries and she was so horny that she didn't want to stop and they ate the chili fries off his naked body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You will hear some shit and you will see some shit in a strip club dressing room. I'd say one of the funniest things that I, I don't, I mean, I've seen many, many very hilarious things, but one thing that just always stuck with me, there was this girl named Coco and she was really ghetto, but she was so funny. 
And she comes in the dressing room, and there was a there was a butt plug pandemic in the strip club because there just so happened to be a girl who came into the club one night with a light up butt plug, and it mesmerized everyone. And the next oh night, all the girls had butt plugs after that, and it was issues. There were issues. There were butt plugs being left on the counter. There were butt plugs getting stuck in the toilet. A girl got these bitches left them on the counter. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they did. I, I didn't oh I didn't God. follow the butt plug trend. Um, I just didn't feel like it was that important. But the girls, was a mo- I don't know, it was a trend. You know, seventy five percent of the girls really got into the butt plug thing <laughs> after that girl with the butt. So plug. they were just all light up. They all looked like they were no, no, riding no. their bike at no, night. That was the thing is that they weren't even doing light up butt plugs. It's like her this girl's butt plug like shot lasers out of it, and it, it was cool. I love technology. The future's yeah. great. And, ever, and you know, when she'd go on stage, everybody would just be staring at like, oh my God, that butt plug is so fucking cool. Well, why didn't everybody just get a light up butt plug? No, they didn't. They got the little sparkly ones or whatever. Yeah. And so this girl, Coco, comes into the dressing room. <laughs> she comes into the dressing room and she says, she's holding her butt plug. She says, man, I was giving a dance to some old white man and my butt plug came out. Man, he don't give a fuck. He picked that motherfucker up and the rest of the song, he was just going like this. Just waving it around like it's a fucking big finger <laughs> in a football game. Yeah, yeah. That man got duty under his nails. That's what happened to that dance. That man left that club with doo-doo under his He got pink eye that night. I guarantee it. That man, that, everybody in that club had pink eye during the butt plug trend. That was pretty funny. Oh man! He's waving it around like a lighter at a concert. Just, <laughs> you keep going, baby. <laughs> He's just like at a jelly roll show. I'm a son of a sinner. <laughs> just holding up a lighter, motherfucker. That's what I want to, guys. When I play a but, when I play a show, I want everybody. I know this is weird because guys are gonna have to go buy a pl- butt plug. But please, when I play uh, Back to the Good Times, instead of lighters or cell phones, I just want butt plugs in the sky. Just everybody with a butt plug in their hand, just wave it back and forth light up one that's what i want yeah you get a light up butt plug i'll give you a free charlie classic t-shirt you come in that bitch with our i'll give you something for my merch table i'll give you something because you 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 went above and beyond to find a laser butt plug you gotta get something you know what i'm saying i might kiss you if you're into that on the on the mouth or the penis or the vagina your choice you know (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing though i feel that me and you need to go back and visit Larry. We need to go into the club and sit there and just have a fun night. Are you still banned? I, I could probably. Uh, I don't know. What time is it? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Probably like eight. You gonna call Larry? Let's, call the club. Let's call him. Okay, you let's go, call him. Yeah, let's call the club. Oh man, does he still hate you? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's working. God, I hope he's working. Oh, man. Here's the thing, man. All strip club managers, they wanted me to be a manager at the club. And I was like, no, I make more money as a DJ. Plus, I don't want to deal with all these girls. Like, I have to deal with them enough. I'm not dealing with any of that other shit. And managers at strip clubs are some weird characters. Yeah. And you calling them? You want me to call them? Yeah, call them. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Does what he happens. answer the phone? Yes. Shut up. If he's still there. Yeah, he does. All right, let's give him a call. Put it, put it, on, uh, put it on speaker. Put it in your will, mic. I will. I will. I will. Let's see. Let's hope he's working. Oh, how do I call him? What's the phone number? <laughs> hang on. Hang on. 
So, but managers are really the creepiest. I had this one manager named Ray. This dude wore giant DC, uh, you know, with like the fat tongues, the Osiris, the Osiris shoes. He wore those. They were massive. He looked like a clown all the damn time, but he wore them with a three-piece suit. Very strange. Um, I wore sneakers too, but they matched my suit. You know what I'm saying? The red tie, the red hat, the red shoes. I looked flyer. Uh, but, oh, he's calling? I can call oh, him hit him. Right. Hit him. I want to know. I want to talk to Larry. I want to ask him some questions. Oh, God. Do you think he'll answer? Tell him I love him. Howdy, can I help you? Hi, is Larry available? This is. Larry. Hi, this is Miranda. I used to go by Mookie and Felony. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm on a podcast right now, and um, I wanted to call you and say hi, Charlie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you're very loved. We've been telling some some good stories of back in the day when I used to work there. I love you, Larry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we uh, we told the we told the story about when I when I tripped on mushrooms there that one day. And. Uh, <laughs> hey, Larry. Was she as bad as she said she was? Yes. I would have I would have fired her too, Larry. I would have fired her ass too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. We just wanted to let you know you're loved, Larry. Yeah, you're loved. You're wait, we've been saying good stuff about you. I miss you a lot. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You doing good? Oh yeah, I'm doing fine. Great. I'm doing really well too. So That's good to hear. Yeah, maybe another time I'll call and we'll catch up. I'm glad you don't I'm glad you don't hate me. Oh, I don't hate you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was really nice to talk to you. I'll call another time on a weeknight or something, and maybe we can catch up a little bit. All righty, honey. Good to talk to you, Larry. Uh-huh, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Larry's the fucking man. We're going to that fucking strip club, and we're going to have a wild-ass night. And if Larry doesn't kick me out, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed. If Larry doesn't kick me out, and I'm going to wait, where, where, what state is it in? Illinois. Illinois. Okay, it's in Illinois. So we're going to go to Illinois, and any low lifes in Illinois, y'all are more than welcome. I will let y'all know the day we go, and we are going to fucking just take over this club. I want every single person to come. We're going to wild the fuck out. If you're not <laughs> shit-faced, three sheets to the wind drunk by the time you get there, I don't fucking want to hang out with you. We need to cause ruckus at this club. <laughs> Let's not give Larry Harris Benson. He's an old man now. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that he was happy to hear from me. So you got to tell this story of how you got fired. Okay. You, you told it on a different one, but like, go ahead and tell it again for people who are just listening. All right. Okay. Because her getting fired is the best shit ever. So the story I was just referring to with Larry, you said, was she as bad as she says? He said, yes. <laughs> there was no hesitation either. He didn't think about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, love him. Good stuff. So, um, so anyway, I had these mushrooms uh, that I got for my 21st birthday. I worked at Club Coyote for five years. Larry and I had a love-hate relationship. And, um, he, he liked me, but then again, he loved to hate you. He loved, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> it would, like he would scream at me sometimes, but when it came down to it, like he, Larry was, he, 
You liked me. <laughs> I just got on his nerves a lot. I was very wild when I was that age. I was doing a lot of drugs. I was drinking way too much. I was just young. I didn't know my limits yet. I'm testing my limits. To this day, I like to live, live life on the edge. So imagine how bad it was when, when I didn't know what, what, what my limits are and everything's just new. It was bad. And I, Larry suffered. So, <laughs> Poor so, man. So I had these mushrooms and um, I was working a day shift. This club opens at noon. And um, these mushrooms were so good that I ate two mushrooms a year before, prior to this. And they, I tripped so hard that that was the highest I had ever been in my entire life at that point, which is very high. And those mushrooms terrified me. And so I kept them in my closet for an entire year. It was about an ounce of mushrooms. And one day I was doing a day shift. I was going to be by myself. And I thought to myself... I should eat these mushrooms because um, they probably went bad. I thought they went bad. They've been in my closet for a year, so they're probably not even going to do anything. So I hop in my car, start eating the mushrooms while I'm driving down the road. I went and stopped, got a McDouble, put mushrooms on the McDouble, eating that. The fucking mushroom McDouble. <laughs> driving to work, you know, doing my thing. 11.30 a.m. fucking mushrooms on a McDouble? Why was that your go-to? Because I wanted, they tasted bad. They're mushrooms, they're fungi. Okay, and they... And the, and the, and the McDouble made it better? Yep. <laughs> your touch just <laughs> fell. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I eat these mushrooms, I get there, I'm like, they're not even going to kick it. So... A customer, and, and when I work day shift, I wouldn't even do my makeup because <clears throat> I'd be the only dancer there. So if a customer comes, if you want a dance, you're getting it with me. And if you don't want to dance, then go home. So, <laughs> well said. Well put. Yeah. <laughs> they should put that on the side up front. If you want to dance, it's for me. If not, go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have to do my makeup or anything. I have no competition. <laughs> so I just figured it <laughs> Figured it's a great time to eat mushrooms. So, so I eat oh, these mushrooms, shit. and um, I completely forgot about eating them because, mind you, I thought that they had lost their potency. And then a customer comes in, and he wants to get a dance. And I'm like, all right, um, you know, you sit right here on the couch. I will freshen up. Be right back. I had him sit on the couch, and I go to do the, the thing, and the first trick that I do is I'll have the customer, you know, I always have to tell them, move their hands. They always start like this. Oh, yeah, they open their legs? Yeah, they'll always start like this. I'm like, move your hands. And then they move their hands. <laughs> so I put my shoulders on their legs, and I flip upside down on them, and that's the first trick I do. Well, I did not tell this man to move his hands. And I felt his hands, like, crack under my shoulders. So I flipped back over, and I was like, Oh, my God. I said it out loud. This is when I knew the mushrooms kicked in. I said, oh, my God, the song just started, and I already broke this man's hands. Excuse me. Uh, the, uh, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so the guy's, like, the guy's like, what? And I was like, your hand just broke. I felt it. And I'm so sorry that I broke your hands. Are you okay? He's like, uh, I'm fine. So I would, like, try to keep dancing, and I was dancing so awkward. I'd turn around, and I'd be like... And then I turned around and like, I know your hands hurt and you just don't want me to feel bad. I felt like he... You thought he was just still getting a dance with broken hands? Yeah, I thought that he was like sitting this it out. This man really loves pussy. I thought he was just sitting it out to be polite. And then he's like, as soon as this dance is over, I'm going straight to the emergency room. Who the fuck is going to... 
I don't, I don't know. This is what I need the mushrooms to do. <laughs> mushrooms do not lose their potency. So anyway, this I could have told you that. This keeps going on the whole song. I would <sighs> dance for a second, and then I'd be like, "Your hands." I am so concerned. And he just finally stands up. He said, "You know what? You're on fucking drugs. I'm leaving." And I said, "I am. It's probably for the best." <laughs> and so he leaves. <laughs> and uh, and then. And then Larry shows up. I am. <laughs> and then Larry shows up. Yeah, Larry shows up, and him and I are the only two people in the entire club, right? No one else is there, oh just God. me and him. And I cannot have Larry finding out that I am on mushrooms. That would be the final straw. I am on thin ice. I have been on thin So ice. you knew you were thin on, ice, on thin ice, and you took the mushrooms anyways. Yeah, I didn't think I was going right, to. Not of- only did you take mushrooms, you made a fucking mushroom McDouble. Yeah. Yeah. I ate a lot of mushrooms. Well, I didn't think they were going to do anything. And if they did, all it was going to do was like make the lights cool or whatever. I didn't think it was a big deal. So then Larry shows up and I need to not let Larry know how high I am. And I'm on like on another planet. So he um, is standing, you know, it's an open club. And we're the only two people there. He's looking right at me. (laughs) And so I am like jumping over the chairs, climbing under the tables. I get up against the wall like this. And I'm like sliding up against the wall. And in my mind, I'm like Catwoman. I'm stealth. He can't see me. And he's looking right at me. I'm like right in front of him doing this. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm not a good liar. If I'm caught, I'm caught. And I said, Larry, I ate a shit ton of mushrooms. I'm so fucking high, and I'm so sorry. He's like, God damn it! Get in the dressing room and don't come out! So I go in the dressing room. And and so he calls he calls a people in. He calls in the bartender that's usually there, but she, it was her day off. He's like, you have to come in. Calls in another dancer. You guys need to come in. She's tripping really hard on mushrooms. It's an emergency. We have to make sure that she stays in the dressing room. I can't let her leave. I can't let her drive. <laughs> so, um, and I was ordered to stay in the dressing room. I was unwilling. To do <laughs> <laughs> like but a convict escaping. You cannot confine me. It's a good thing your name was Felony. Yeah, you cannot <laughs> confine me to this stupid dressing room. I have other stuff to do. So, I kept escaping the dressing room, and there is this customer who, he, um, if you were to see him, and I'm not just saying this, he looked frightening, and I don't know what he was born with, what type of condition it was, but it was like something you'd see on Ripley's Believe It or Not, and I had seen him after this, and the girls would come in the dressing room, like, did you see that fucking guy out there? I'd be like, dude, I was tripping fucking balls when I met him, and it, and it was so embarrassing. So, so um, he was just really hairy, though, right? He was covered in black hair. His eyes were really close together. Like, his mouth looked weird. He looked like a Geico commercial guy, but, like, a little more scary look. Like the caveman dude. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. But he looked very scary. And so I walk out of the dressing room. I am not supposed to be doing that. And I see a man's back sitting at the bar. And so my entire inner monologue all day long is just out loud, like... It's going to be fine. Just say what you always say. And nobody's going to know that you're tripping like this. It's going to be fine. So just walk up and sit. And I'm like, as I'm approaching him, I'm saying all this to myself. And I sit down and I look over and I said, how are you? Are you having fun? And he looked at me and said, hey. And I said, what the fuck? (laughs) I go in the dressing room and I said, Larry. Larry. Come look at this fucking guy out here. 
And Larry's like, what the fuck are you doing out of the dressing room? He goes out there. He goes, that's a fucking regular. You leave him alone. Shut up. Stay in the dressing room. So I'm like, no fucking way. So I, I just had to make sure that, like, that wasn't me tripping. That dude was really. I thought you would have thought he was a werewolf immediately. If I was tripping on shrooms and saw him, I would have thought he was a werewolf. I did think he was some. I'm really surprised you didn't find silver in the club and try to stab him with it. I thought he was some type of something that was not a human being. <laughs> And it was very scary when I was on mushrooms. When I was sober, I felt so bad because I would never be like that to somebody. He just, I wasn't ready. So anyway. Have you ever, wait, continue, continue, go. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, Larry knows I'm fucked up. The other girls show up. Everybody's trying to babysit me. And um, so it's not working. Uh, I kept escaping the dressing room, kept getting, you know, dragged back in there. Me and Tolda can't come out. And I, t- I mentioned earlier I had a McDouble and I put mushrooms on it. Well, I took two bites of this McDouble on the drive, but the two bites were right next to each other and it looked like one big bite, right? Um, well, I was pacing back and forth looking at this mushroom. And the girl that came in <laughs> to watch me, she was like this young, tiny girl. And she's like, oh, because I had a little bit of mushrooms left, she, yeah, left. And she's like, oh, can I have some? And I'm like, they're not even working. And I, I hate just, the rest of them. And she's like, oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Weren't you like freaked out about the burger thinking your mouth was bigger than yeah, it was? Yeah. So I'm pacing back and forth. I'm looking at this burger. Bothered. Feelings hurt. Tears in my eyes. This is not sitting with me right. And she's like, what's wrong? And I looked and I said... My mouth is not that fucking big. (laughs) Please tell me my mouth is not that fucking big. (laughs) I know I took this bite. (laughs) Please look at my mouth next to this burger. The fact that you had to have someone come in and tell you that your mouth was has not grown in size nobody in hours. Can, uh, nobody can convince me. Even you could tell me, no, your mouth's not that big. There's no. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it, and so are you. And you're gonna sit here and tell me it's. Did not. you eat the mushrooms off the burger, or did you finish the burger? I did not finish the burger. So you just ate the mushrooms off. My of day it. was already ruined. So I you just ate mushrooms girl. covered in ketchup, mustard, and onions. No, I ate an entire bag of mushrooms. I just sprinkled some of it on the McDouble. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, no, I ate a whole bag of them. Like like, Raw. like a little like a little drug like a treat. bag of potato chips all day. <laughs> yeah, the, there was just a few on the McDouble. I ended Fuck. up tackling a girl over the McDouble because she tried to throw it in the trash because she was trying to be helpful because it was kind of fucking my trip up. And so I wrap it up, and I keep still pacing. I know what's under that wrapper. And so she finally goes to throw it away. And I'm like, no! And I tackle her. I was like, you're fucking mushrooms with that. Don't throw that away. And she's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you're yelling at someone not to throw away a cheeseburger because there's mushrooms on it. (laughs) Yeah, don't waste my drugs, you fucking dumb bitch. (laughs) Don't throw away my drugs, you dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you talk to the other dancers? No wonder they hated you. They didn't hate me. All the dancers oh loved my me. God. The dancers were my friends. Oh, my God. I'm dying. So, here's where the story gets really bad. We're getting close to where I get fired. 
So the girl that was supposed to be watching me was like, will you teach me a couple of pole tricks? And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. So we go out and the stage had two poles and I got on one. She was going to get on the other. And I, she says, I climbed to the top, looked at her and went <gasps> and just dropped. You just fell. held your breath? Held my breath like I was going underwater and let go. And I fell and I said, okay, I'm not doing this. Never mind. <laughs> and I went back in the dressing room. I was like, that wasn't fun. So... So yeah, I wasn't. I would have fired you so quick. Oh, I was running customers right back out the door. They'd come in, <laughs> and I was just being really weird. I get like really close to him, and I'd be like, "Would you like to get a dance? What are you doing? Are you having a good time?" And they just be like, "Uh, we're gonna go. Something's wrong." <laughs> I'd be like, "Bye." <laughs> I would have done anything to have been there that day as a customer to see your tripping ass. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So um, so anyway. I then was going to go out to smoke. There was like this little fenced in area where the girls could go out and smoke. It was very tiny. It was now, mind you, this is day shift. So we're talking about 2.30 p.m. at this point, right? Right. Sun's out, bun's out. It's been two and a half hours of fucking absolute shit show. Nobody can contain me. I have to be out in out and about and nobody wants me out there i kept getting dragged back in the dressing room and i didn't really understand why it was such a big deal that i didn't want to be in there by myself i felt like i was in a jail cell and i didn't feel like i did anything wrong what's wrong with me tripping on mushrooms and working leave me the fuck alone I don't know, because you were licking customers' foreheads. You fucking doing weird shit. I was being, at least I was being fun. I wasn't being mean to anybody. Let me be great. What are you talking about? You broke a man's hands. On accident. Very accidental. <laughs> and, I, and I profusely apologized to him. <laughs> That's why he left. He didn't even accept my apology. Yeah, he left fucking, he's rude. <laughs> He's rude. He's going to leave. Oh, fuck. You're going to leave because I'm on drugs, you big baby? Grow up. <laughs> Get a pair. Yeah. Let me put these drug-induced titties in your face. Yeah, really. <laughs> so you're out on the smoking deck. Yep, yep. I'm out on the smoking deck. I'm wearing <clears throat> nothing but a G-string and flip-flops, and it is about 2.30 p.m., and let me paint a picture of how this strip club is laid out. It is a pole barn in the middle of a cornfield on a highway. <laughs> So, um, lots of cars go by, and it's very open. So, I open the back door, and I see this beautiful retention pond just glistening in the sun. I see this cornfield and just birds chirping, and it was like, ah. And I said, you know what? I'm, I want to get a little bit of a closer look. I'm just going to step outside this fence real quick. So, I take <laughs> what I feel like is a couple of steps, and then I hear Larry's voice, Felony, what the fuck are you doing? And I look back, and the club was way <laughs> back behind me. I'm in the middle of the cornfield, just waltzing around, looking around at stuff, looking at the cornfield. Just titties out in I'm a G-string. I'm about a quarter mile away from the club in the middle of the cornfield. Cars going by, titties out. And he said, get the fuck back in here. And I go back in. He said, pack your shit and get the fuck out of my club. Larry, why are you screaming at me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because you were doing some weird cult shit in the middle of the fucking cornfield. <laughs> he looks out there, it's like it's like children of the corn, but with titties. Like, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> 
So anyway, I pack my stuff and it's time for me to leave. Me and Larry are yelling at each other and he's like, fuck you, Felony. And I'm like, fuck you, Larry. And I get in my car and I went to throw it in reverse and slam it like to be cool. And I, it was in drive. And I ran my car to the club. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, that <laughs> is the dick still there? The dick to this day. <laughs> we gotta autograph it when we go. There's a dent. there is a dent in the side of this club. <laughs> he was probably even more mad at you after that situation. Yep. Yep, yep. Oh, that God. made it worse. That made it worse. I wasn't allowed back. Oh, well, I was. I was. I did come back. I was back about a week a week later. Because the owner loved you. No, that was a different club. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Larry was Larry was my boss at this at this. Did Larry point. did Larry like ask you to come back? Um. Yeah. I mean, it, you, like like we've mentioned before, when it gets to where you know it's a Tuesday, nobody's coming in. They'll be like, "Oh, well, call Felony." Be like, "Didn't she just be like, well, yeah, no, but no one's here. I think she'll come." Call I her. think they should have pulled a pole out in the cornfield and just started a whole new night. This cornfield night. Yeah, cornfield night for <laughs> mushroom strippers. That is the real party. Well, guys, I'm going to do a couple more podcasts with this beautiful lady. Who knows? We might even start something, a little side project with her where we talk about strip club stories and talking about strip clubs and things like that. Even though she is literally the worst dancer, uh, she's a horrible stripper. Beautiful woman. Great at making money. Very nice. Terrible stripper. Yeah. Horrible stripper. I have no patience. <laughs> well, love, will you please tell everybody where to follow you? If they want to follow you on the OF, where would they follow you? So it is sirensin.com, S-I-R-E-N-S-I-N.com. Boom. Yep. And that's and, all they need to find everything about you? Or Instagram is siren.sin444. Boom. My TikTok is siren underscore sin. You know, when you hear dots, underscores, and numbers, it's because they get deleted a lot because they be doing all kinds of shit they're not supposed to. Because we're naughty. Because <laughs> we're bad. We're bad. I can't believe you ran your fucking car into the fucking club. That blows my mind because I could see you in your car yelling like, fuck you, Larry. <laughs> you just tried, and I tried right into it. And I tried to be cool, like peel out. And I peeled in. Oh, it's so <laughs> fucking funny. So fucking funny. Well, guys, make sure you follow this beautiful lady. She is one of my favorite ladies that comes and hangs out. And she will be back a lot more. So you'll see a lot more of her, guys. So make sure you go check out Mrs. Siren Sin over on the spicy site, the OF, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. And make sure you show her some love, guys, because she is fucking awesome. And, uh, yeah, if you want to message her and uh, check out anything she has on her site, she does all kinds of different videos from uh, requests customs all that good stuff so make sure you just hit her up and uh, show her some love and guys if you want to check this podcast out that is uncensored all you got to do, do is go to mrcharlieclassic.com or go on of and search charlie classic and you will find the total chat show podcast we are about to uh this is season three right here holy shit this is the first episode of season three i just realized that Woo, season three! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so we've rearranged the set a little, guys. We've got a great, great amount of guests coming on for you guys. And uh, I'm so stoked for this new season and this new year. So, guys, stay tuned. And uh, thanks for always watching and being fucking awesome. And thank you for being low lives. But as always, my friends. An hour, in and out, done. Boobs. Genius.
boom. Till next time, guys. We'll see you then. Bye. Boom. <laughs>